This is episode 184, the three most important questions before any decision. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. So glad to have you here today. Hope you're having an amazing Friday wherever you happen to be. Deepak Chopra leading the way for us today. If you obsess over whether you are making the right decision, you are basically assuming that the universe will reward you for one thing and punish you for another. The universe has no fixed agenda. Once you make any decision, it works around that decision. There is no right or wrong, only a series of possibilities that shift with each thought, feeling, and action that you experience. If this sounds too mystical, refer again to the body. Every significant vital sign, body temperature, heart rate, oxygen consumption, hormone level, brain activity, and so on, alters the moment you decide to do anything. Decisions are signals telling your body, mind, and environment to move in a certain direction. A little bit longer quote from Deepak, but you know, I love Deepak Chopra. He's just so awesome. And this quote in particular, I wanted to share the whole thing with you because it's such a powerful reminder of the importance of our decisions. You know, you make thousands of decisions per day, and I don't know what the exact estimate is because there's been so many different numbers on it, but most of them are unconscious. Most of them are from our own automatic programming. We don't really question our decisions too much. But the quality of your decisions is what shapes your life. It shapes your health. It shapes your relationships. It shapes your future happiness. Uh, everything is shaped by your decisions in the present moment. So in order to really live a successful life, to live a happy life, to live the life that you want, and to bring the things that you want to you, you have to constantly evaluate your decisions, whether they're good decisions or poor decisions. And this skill alone, this skill alone, is one of the most, I think, one of the most important skills you can train and develop in your life. You know, as an entrepreneur, this is what kind of inspired this episode, I've had to constantly, if you know what it's like, if you are an entrepreneur, if you own your own business, uh, you know, even if you don't own your business, if you're committed to a lot of things, you know the game, you know, you know the rat race, you know what it's like to constantly question yourself, to doubt everything that you do, to second guess you know, to to really wonder, okay, is this in alignment with my vision, my future? And because otherwise I'm wasting my time. So that's, you know, these these conversations that we constantly have as entrepreneurs have been in my mind for many years. And especially in the last year, year and a half or so, I've had the privilege of really learning about myself a lot through all the challenges I've gone through. And so that's what's really spawned this episode. I wanted to put together something that's going to empower you to look at your life constantly in a simple little matrix. We're going to create a little compass to basically that you can use for the rest of your life from this episode. So get pumped because today is going to be life-changing. I truly, I truly mean that. I truly hope today will be life-changing. And I've created a free resource for you guys. So today we're going to be unpacking these three questions that you can constantly use as a compass of whether or not something is in full alignment with your life. And these three questions, they all work together. It's it's like a Venn diagram with three circles. So I created a graphic, a special graphic, that you can print, you can use, you can download. It's at danceoflife.com 
slash decision compass. Compass has two S's, by the way, because I misspelled that as well. But it's a decision compass. And it's also, there's a worksheet there with a lot of the questions that we're going to be going into, you know, to help you basically brainstorm because part of it is really awareness. That's the biggest part. In order for you to make better decisions, you have to become more aware. So we're going to empower you with that today. I'm super excited to share this stuff with you guys. It's made a huge difference in my life to ask these questions on a regular basis. Like seriously, it's made me save so much stress and work on my self-worth, my faith, you know, being in alignment with what I'm doing. It's it's just been really transformational. So super excited to share it with you today. If you know anybody that would enjoy this episode, make sure you share it with them. And you can also tag me on Facebook at Tudor Alexander Official or Instagram, same thing to me. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. You know, which one do you know there's gonna be three questions we're talking about today. And everybody's gonna relate to them differently. You know, you'll find in particular one of them like kind of rings the truest for you, the one that maybe you didn't consider as much. So let me know, tag me on Facebook at Tutor Alexander Official with what you got out of it, you know, with which one was the biggest difference for you. So I'd love to know. But without further ado, let's jump into the three most important questions before making any decision. Here we go. So, you know, before we jump into this, guys, how did this all start? You know, like anyone, and I'm sure you can relate to this, you've done things, I've done things that we just didn't feel right about. You know, it doesn't mean you have to be illegal necessarily, although you know, I'm sure maybe that's also the case. But ultimately, you know, you just did something that didn't just annoy you, but it kind of struck something deeper in your heart, it made you question why Why were you there in the first place? Why did I do this? Why did I spend my time like this? And that's really important because when we, there's a lot of things that I do for my business, and I'm sure you do, you know, again, for the things that you're committed to that are annoying, you know, but ultimately, you know, there's a reason why I'm doing it. You know, like the other day I dealt with some technological issues uh, and it's like, yeah, that was super annoying, but ultimately there's a reason why, like I'm not, it's, it's not a waste of time, not a complete waste of time because there's a reason why behind it. But when you ask yourself, when you find yourself sitting there, you're like, God, why am I doing this? Like why, you know, those fundamental questions, like when you feel like you're wasting your time, when you feel that you didn't maybe get paid what you were worth, when you're doing something that you didn't believe in. You know, when those kind of things start meshing together in your heart, that's the time when it's it's a really powerful time to really grow and evaluate the situation. So if that's you, then this episode, and I'm sure most people can relate to this, but this episode will give you a compass. It will give you a compass that you can use for the rest of your life, and this will never change. I'm a big believer in learning things that are principles that are evergreen that you can use forever. Because I think today we're overwhelmed with information that is useless after like a year or two because things are constantly changing. So try to put more of the information that will stay the same in your mind, like principles, useful principles. So this is going to be one of them. And again, you can download all the goodies. You can download the graphic. You can download the worksheet that will help you kind of go through some of the questions we're going today at danceoflife.com slash decision compass. It's all one word. So before we get into these three questions, 
we have to become aware of a few things first. You know, so awareness is the big part of this because in order for you to make new decisions or better decisions or even good decisions, you have to be aware of what a good decision is. You know, why is it first off? Why is it so important to make good decisions? You know, as an entrepreneur, I learned this firsthand because if you don't make good decisions, you're not successful. You don't make money. You don't succeed in what you're doing. So if you make good decisions, then you're successful. But what is a good decision? You know, and to know what a good decision is, you have to compare it to something, right? You have to compare it to something like a standard of what is good. So that's what we're going to get into with the compass. But you have to realize first the importance of decisions. Most people aren't aware of the impact of their decisions. You know, the thing that you decide, for example, to get, you know, a donut today, most people would say that that there's no impact to buying that donut and they're not aware of the impact. But if you are very aware of, let's say, the decisions surrounding your diet, right, and you go and get that donut and you say, well, you know, the impact of this donut is going to spike my blood sugar, which is most likely going to give me a crash in the afternoon. Then I'm going to be a little more tired. I'm going to be a little more cranky. If I'm more cranky, I'm more prone to complaining. And then I'm wiring my brain for complaining in that amount of time. And maybe I might get into an argument that's going to cause more stress, you know. So you start seeing things. I'm not saying that to to say that when you look at a donut, start obsessing and having anxiety about all that impact. No, the point is you look at things and you consider a lot more. You're aware of the impact. You see things from a farther vantage point than just the day-to-day, you know, just rolling with the punches. And this is very important because when you live a conscious life, when you live intentionally and you want to create your life, it is about intentionally choosing what you're doing. Right. So if I, you know, the other day, I'll give you a simple example along with this donut thing. You know, the other day I went out to an event. It was somebody's birthday and I don't eat dairy. I don't eat gluten. I'm super anal about my diet. But, you know, it was somebody's birthday that I knew, his friend, and they had like homemade strawberry cheesecake. Okay. So again, I don't eat dairy. I don't eat gluten. So I looked at this decision. I'm like, okay, is this in alignment with my <laughs> decision, my diet decisions? No, not really. But at the same time, it was homemade. It was made with love. It was, you know, there was a lot of positivity and there was somebody's birthday. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do this all the time. So I'm aware of the possible impact. You know, it's late at night. I may impact my sleep, you know, because if you eat really late, especially if it's like a dense meal, it affects your sleep. Um, and the next day you might be, tired and the next day you have to perform. So, you know, that little piece of cheesecake may mess up your whole day tomorrow. So if you're not aware of that decision, uh, you know, that's the whole point we're talking about is being aware of the impact of your decisions. Now, I ate the cheesecake, my body, you know, I've been learning a lot about intuitive eating and listening to your body. My body said, hey, it's okay to eat it. It's fine. And I ate it and I didn't have any problems. So again, there's a lot of, you know, but that was an intentional choice. You know, silly little example with cheesecake and donuts and stuff. But that's that's really the microcosm that we're working in is being intentional with the decisions in your life. Your decisions are how you spend your time, if you think about it. You know, time, if it's like a piggy bank, it's a currency. Decisions are how you spend that time. And the thing to wrap your head around is that you can only spend this present moment once. So if you listen to that again, you can only spend this present moment once. So what you decide 
is final. Now, we can always decide and, and create more decisions on top of that and redirect and change course. Absolutely. Every moment is a chance to reinvent yourself. But at the same time, every moment can only be spent once. So the value of your decisions is super, super critical. Once you're aware of that, then it goes to the next step is how do you make a good decision, right? So if decisions are super important and you realize, oh my God, everything in my life, my health, my relationships, my money, my happiness, all that stuff is shaped by literally just the decisions that I make on a daily basis. And even some of the small ones that I may consider as insignificant, those make a big impact with enough awareness. So once you're aware of that, once your awareness has gotten to that point, then the next logical question is, well, crap, you know, how do I make good decisions? I want to make good decisions because they have such an impact on my life. And so to do that, you need a compass. You need something to compare it to because otherwise you wouldn't know how it's good or bad, you know, how it's useful to you. And this is where those three questions come in, guys. So, you know, the three questions that I constantly ask myself when I'm faced with a decision, especially, you know, like an important decision, obviously, you know, using your brain power to ask yourself these three questions about every little thing in your life will be exhausting. But look, any place that you want to bring massive transformation to, and I'll say truth, because we're going to get into what truth is and what all that is, but really to follow your ultimate truth, your highest truth. If you want to align with your highest truth, you have to bring these three questions to that situation. So if you want to align with your highest truth in your diet, then you have to bring these three questions to it. If you want to align to your highest truth in your business, in your relationship, you know, you have to ask these three questions because otherwise you'll be in misalignment. So these three questions are, number one, does it align with my vision? Number two, does it operate according to my values? And does it, number three, does it honor my self-worth? Now, again, these three questions, they operate in like a Venn diagram situation because you may be, you may find yourself in one or two of those situations based on whatever situation you're in, like your relationship, your work, you may find yourself in that. So again, if you want to download the guide, the little worksheet plus the graphic, go to danceoflife.com slash decision compass. You're going to be able to download all that stuff there and use it to kind of work through this episode and use it for yourself. You know, ultimately, it's a brainstorming exercise because, you know, for each of these, so you're aware that decisions are important. That's the first step. Then the question is, how do you make good decisions? Well, first off, you you know these questions, but you have to be aware of your vision. You have to be aware of your values. You have to be aware of your self-worth in order for you to decide, is it in alignment with those things? Right? So that's really the next step of awareness is for you to make good decisions and to use this compass, you have to be aware and constantly question what your vision is, what your values are. What is your self-worth? You know, when you look at vision, for example, you know, what do you want for your life? What is your purpose here? What unique gifts do you have to contribute to the world? What lights you on fire? What are you passionate about? What do you want? You know, where do you want to be in a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? These are the kind of questions that you have to ask yourself on a regular basis, because if you don't have a vision, then you have nothing to compare your decisions to, and you will just drift along like a rock in a river being pushed along by society, by other, you know, I only say create or be created. 
It's a it's a little catchy phrase, but really it's it's true because especially today, culture is on top of you. It is constantly programming you through commercials, through social media, through everything that we do. We're being programmed, and you know the good side of that is we have access to everything. We have access to information. We can create what we want. You can do on your phone more than what the president could do thirty years ago. I mean, it's insane. But you have to know your vision. If you don't know your vision, then you're just being distracted because you have nothing to anchor you, to bring you closer to your own personal truth. And we're going to, again, we're going to get into that. But if you don't have a vision, what that means is you have lack of purpose. And again, on the graphic, you're going to see, okay, if I have this, if I don't have this, then what happens? What's the experience like? So vision, no vision equals lack of purpose. Anytime you're doing something that's not in alignment with your vision, you are going to suffer a lack of purpose in that activity, that relationship, that experience. So you have to ask yourself. And again, the the worksheet I I created will help you with some questions. Fill them out. Use them as a brainstorming exercise. and, and, And for whatever situation, you know, and allow yourself to question what is your vision. The second thing is values. You know, vision is kind of like the big arching long-term thing, like where am I going? Values is the here and now. You know, what do you believe? What what do you want? What's the most important thing to you right now? How do you do the things in your life? You know, with the people, the relationships, your business, and why do you do them that way? This is so important. Why do you do the things you do? Why do you believe the things you do? You know, what governs your behavior? And this is your values. Values are super important because, again, they're the present moment. Vision and values are kind of related, but, you know, they're they're also separate because vision is long-term. Values are in the here and now. And anytime you're in a situation where you're not honoring your values of how things are done and why you do them, why being more important, you suffer inauthenticity. You're inauthentic, meaning you're lying to yourself. You're betraying your heart. You are going against what you believe for some smaller benefit, whether it's money, recognition, whatever else. And on the graphic, if you look on it, you know, the word inauthenticity is small. (laughs) I mean, I actually, it's funny how it worked out because there wasn't enough room to fit inauthenticity as a word in the little spaces between the Venn diagram there. You'll see it if you go download it, but it's, it's very small. And I'm like, you know what? This actually works perfect because... What it really points to is you're playing a small game for yourself. When you're being inauthentic, when you're not aligning with your values, when you're not operating, when you know what you want and what's important to you and how you behave and why you behave and you choose to go against that, you are playing a small game in life. Because what it means is you picked something like comfort or safety in lieu of your values and what you believe. So this is very important because inauthenticity, the word on there, is very small, which is a reminder that you're playing a small game for yourself. So values are super important. And then the third one is self-worth. This is also a super important one. And if you've ever done an Ikigai assessment, it's a Japanese career assessment. In fact, I use this type of conversation in my course, Principles for a Dynamic Life, Uh, when we talk about basically finding your life purpose. And Ikigai is a super, super useful tool. It's kind of a similar thing. It's like four circles in a Venn diagram, but it's a Japanese tool for finding your 
you know, life purpose, the thing that intersects all, all different four things. So I think one of them is what is in demand for society? What can you get paid well for? What do you enjoy? And I, I forget what the fourth one is like, what has meaning in your life? But anyway, it's basically, you know, you want all four of those things. And one of them obviously is self-worth in that same little Venn diagram. So self-worth is very important. And, and this, not just like psychological self-worth, but what is your time worth to the marketplace? What is it worth to you? And sometimes those two are very different. And sometimes, you know, and that's really important to ask yourself, like, what am I worth in the marketplace? And what do I think I'm worth? You know, if you think you're most of the time, I mean, in my case, I thought I was worth a lot less than what my time was actually worth. In fact, I was working in for a long time for a company where they were billing, you know, four times what they were paying me. You know, so obviously my time and I was delivering a lot of results. So obviously my time was worth a lot more than what I was valuing it to myself. You know, another question to ask yourself, what are the results you create for people? What are those worth? You know, and looking at genuinely what, you know, it's a good, a good analogy would be, I remember this was, I read this somewhere, but anyway, it's like about a McDonald's worker, you know, working at McDonald's. You could look at it that there's two different mindsets you can approach that job with. One mindset is, yeah, I do, you know, fast food and I'm just working in a fast food restaurant. The other one is, you know, I handle transactions for a multi-billion dollar international company. Whole different level of mindset of how you approach that, you know, so the the way that you look at your particular results that you create for people in your life, that's super important because a lot of times, I don't know, maybe you can relate to this, but in my own life, I I didn't see the value of the results that it would create for people, even though I was creating really good results and a lot of transformative experiences, powerful situations, you know, really life-changing stuff for my clients, for for the people around me. I didn't, you know, being a perfectionist, being, you know, a doubter, maybe whatever else was in there, I didn't see value in that. Like it was always like, oh, you know, I guess it's okay, you know. But hey, there's a point in time when you need to draw the line and say, what am I worth? I remember talking to one of my clients and she was telling me it was very important karmically, so energetically, right, to honor your self-worth because... If you're charging a lot less for your time or you're allowing yourself to be paid a lot less than what you're contributing, energetically, that's an uneven exchange. And that creates burnout, that creates abuse, which is what we, you know, we'll get to in the Venn diagram. So abuse, by the way, is not like a lot, you know, abuse is like a really strong word. And I even debated using it, but I decided to use it because first off, one of the definitions of abuse is improper use of something. And there's a lot, you know, improper use of something means improper use of your time, improper use of your energy, like you're not using it towards its highest good, right? So when you're in a situation that doesn't honor your self-worth, meaning it doesn't pay you what you're worth in the marketplace, what you're worth in terms of the results that you're creating, how valuable are you? It doesn't honor that. Then you are being abused. And sometimes we abuse ourselves because we don't believe in our self-worth, you know, but most of the time it's it's that, you know, we, we allow those situations in our relationships, in our jobs, in whatever else, the decisions that we make to commit to things, we commit to, how many times have you committed to something when you're like, ah, oh, well, it's less than what I get paid, but it is money, you know, whatever, or whatever else, you know, you get some benefit at the, at the sacrifice of your self-worth. 
I've done that many times. And, you know, this was one of the things that inspired me to create this episode because I'm like, man, you know, I definitely need to ask, you know, so at the beginning episode, I told you one of these will be like more resonating for you than the others. And they're all important, but you know, you're going to find that in your own life, you have usually like one of these is where you've struggled the most to honor. And for me, it was self-worth. Like definitely vision and values were always something that I'm like, I don't know, come naturally to me or whatever else to, to ask. But self-worth was something where I like, I always give a lot and I don't, you know, I didn't honor what I need to get. And that's changed. You know, I'm certainly working on continually changing that. But self-worth for me, this was the one that I struggled with the most. I, I tended to constantly overextend myself. I'm a yes man. You know, and learning to say no in my life has been a huge process. And if you can relate to that, then self-worth is your thing too. You need to constantly, every decision you make, you need to compare that with the compass of self-worth. Is this valuing who I am and what I can create? So these three together create your compass. You know, does it align with my vision? Does it operate according to my values? And does it honor my self-worth? When you can honor, when you can intersect these three things, they create your personal truth. And we're going to get a little more into that. But the point is, if you are out of alignment, then you are out of alignment with your own personal truth and you will feel it. Because the more out of alignment with your personal truth you are, the more resistance and, and suffering and challenge life will give you. And it's just not going to feel right. Now, there is challenge on your path as well. Obviously, you know, you know when you pursue something great, you're going to be challenged. But the kind of challenge I'm talking about when you're out of alignment with truth is just this feeling of misalignment, this feeling of ickiness, this feeling of like, why am I here? Like, what? this just does not feel right. It's this like, it's like playing two notes on a piano that just don't work together versus having to develop your technique. If you've played instruments, I've played the piano for like 20 years. So sorry for the metaphor if it doesn't land, but it's like having to work on your technique for a hard piece that sounds really beautiful when you get it right versus playing two notes that just, they don't go together. It's a mistake. That's the kind of different challenges that I'm talking about. When you're out of alignment, you feel it. It just doesn't, it's discordant. It doesn't feel right. Now, you should always try, you know, it's not always going to happen, right? So life is not always peachy keen. And this compass is not designed for you to be a perfectionist about it because it's not always going to happen to have all three. You should strive for that, especially in the things that are most important to you. But you should always at least try to go for at least two of these, right? So use the compass. Again, there's many examples we could go through. I'm going to give you a few from my own life, but you should always try for at least two. You know, don't do something just for one of them, meaning don't do something just to honor your self-worth, meaning money, right? Because there's a cost to it. That's the thing you got to get. It's, it's exclusive. It's mutually exclusive. Like if you just do one of those things, then there's a cost. So I'll give you an example. In like a month ago, two months ago, whatever, I was approached by a company. I'm not going to name them. They're a totally fine company, but they do like meditation sessions in different places, right? So they were looking for teachers to do that. Now, I, if you don't know a little bit about me, I'm a teacher on Insight Timer. It's a popular meditation app. At the time of this recording, I've had 140,000 downloads. I have like 3,000 subscribers on there. I've published like 
a dozen guided meditations. I've put my podcast stuff on there. I've published my original piano music, relaxation music. So it's all free. Feel free to go check it out. Uh, the link for my Insight Timer profile is on my website, danceoflife.com slash podcast. You'll see a little logo for Insight Timer there if you want to check out my profile. But yeah, I've been on there for a while, and I also led workshops. I do the Gratitude Getaway. We do that every year. So if that's something up your alley, join us. I, I invite you. We've got a really awesome program coming up this year. If you want to get more uh, information on it, go to danceoflife.com slash getaway, and you can opt in there and, and we'll, we'll send you updates as we do it. But, you know, I've done the gratitude getaway. I've done workshops, retreats. So, you know, being in that world, in that space of meditation and leading workshops and, you know, doing that kind of stuff, that's in alignment with my vision. Definitely. And, you know, the payment structure that they had was, was decent. I mean, basically, you know, there was an increase and so on, and there was chances to earn some more money doing articles and stuff for their company. So it was interesting, you know, the payment structure honored my self-worth. I'm like, all right, you know, the amount you're paying me for the time I'm investing on paper is what I would charge, you know, per hour anyway. So that's in alignment with my self-worth, but something just didn't rub me right about this situation. And when I use this compass, this was afterwards, like, this situation happened. And then, you know, as I started learning more about my own life and kind of asking more of these questions and formulating this exact episode that I am sharing with you guys today, I realized that this example uh, didn't fit my values, right? So they fit my self-worth. They were definitely paying me what I would charge. So I, I wouldn't be inauthentic in that sense. Like if I was accepting that, you know, I would be honoring my self-worth. It definitely fit my vision because it's like, yeah, you know, I want to do that stuff more. I, I enjoy leading people through those experiences and and sharing that with them. But there was something about the values that weren't there. And the, and the particular value that was different was freedom, right? So in my own life, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I got my hand dipped in a lot of different things. I'm doing, you know, I, I, I'm a professional athlete. I compete. I coach people. I have this podcast, I, I create stuff. So I got a lot of stuff going on. And in this particular situation, it was like very branded. Like you had to be, you know, you were there, you weren't an employee, but it basically felt like I was being an employee. There was a non-compete agreement. You know, you had to basically really represent their company. So it was, again, nothing against the company. I'm not going to name them. They're totally fine. I don't see anything wrong with them. But in my particular case, you know, why I do what I do. So values are what do you do and why you do it. You know, why I do what I do, I'm 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 all about freedom. I just, you know, like two couple of years ago, two, three years ago, I had finished an employment situation that was very restrictive on my freedom. And so the last thing I want to do is sign a non-compete and and start conforming to somebody else. You know, so my values about why I would do what I would do were not there with this particular offer. And so if you look on your Venn diagram on your chart, Again, danceoflife.com slash decision compass. If you look on your chart, when you have self-worth and you have vision, the thing that's missing or that's created is inauthenticity because you don't have values, right? So it could be in alignment with my vision, sure, like I'm doing some stuff that that's I see as a long-term thing for me. It's I'm certainly getting paid, you know, what maybe I would be charging, so there's no abuse there. But it's not in alignment with my values, so I would be bullshitting myself. I'm, I would be, you know, being inauthentic 
every time I go because I'd be representing somebody else and that's not what I'm about. I'm about representing what I'm creating and it's it's a sense of ownership that was very important to me. So I would be inauthentic to myself. Another example, and again, you know, find yourself in these examples and use that guide on your own thing because there's a lot of different combinations. Sometimes you might fulfill two of these questions and we'll get into sometimes fulfilling just one or none because if you're not fulfilling any of these questions, I'll just tell you right now, you need to stop doing what you're doing. If it's not in alignment with your vision, if it's not in alignment with your values, it's if it's not if not in alignment with your self-worth, then you need to ask yourself, why am I doing this and stop doing it? Or find a way out. You know, sometimes maybe you have no option, but you need to find a way out. Don't just sit there doing something that is totally not even remotely near your own personal truth. So I'll give you an example and one more, and then we'll we'll kind of continue here and, and complete this uh, little episode. But at my old job, and when I say old, I say several years ago, before I was self-employed again, I was working, you know, basically and getting a, a payment, like a salary, not a salary, but, you know, every week would get a wage. And that, at the time, based on my own perception of my self-worth, was very in alignment. Like, oh, okay, I was making decent money, right? I figured, like, what I was doing was getting paid enough. And also, we had the right values, too. I really liked the values of the company that I was in, at least for several years. I felt like I was learning a lot. Like, I was really like, wow, yeah, you know, we're really in alignment with these, with the way that we do things, right? So, I had values and self-worth. But eventually, after I mastered my skill sets and got to the point where I was like, okay, very high performing consistently, I started to suffer from a lack of vision, right? So in the beginning, I was there seven years almost. And in the beginning, there was definitely a vision like, okay, like I want to be like a good, you know, employee, like I want to master what I'm doing, you know, and so on and so forth. But at some point when that checkbox was fulfilled and there's no more progress, I started to feel like, gosh, you know, there's no more vision. In my own life at the time, it was tied with a lot of other things changing. I might, you know, I I was engaged and then that kind of broke off. So I had a lot more free time. And that free time allowed me to per- start pursuing things that I was really passionate in. Again, like music, creating other things. So I had a lot more free time. And then that started to expand my vision further. I was like, hey, you know, like maybe there's more to what I'm doing now. You know, maybe there's more to life than where I'm at right here. Like what else can I create? And as I started to walk down that road, it's a dangerous road, and I don't mean dangerous in like a bad way, but it's dangerous to your status quo. It's dangerous to your comfort because you start to question everything and everything starts unraveling. And if you pursue that, then everything else starts changing. And that's what happened with me is basically as I created a new vision for my life, I started to actually question my self-worth in that situation. I was like, you know what? Like, my time is more valuable. Like, I started to get more confidence about what I could create for people and what I could do. And I started realizing, like, hey, you're billing, you know, 40 or four times more than what you're paying me. So, obviously, my self-worth is way higher than what I'm choosing it to be. It's just that I'm afraid that I won't be able to make any money if I go off on my own. So, I settle for comfort. Again, you're choosing comfort over self-worth. But in reality, my self-worth is way higher. So, that vision led to a change of self-worth. And consequently, even more interesting, is that self-worth change started to lead to a change in values. 
because I started to see, wow, like we do things actually very different. My, the values were only in alignment because my self-worth sucked and I was an obedient little employee and I had no vision. So yeah, the values worked for a time. But you see, this is what I'm talking about and that's why I want to share this example with you is that everything, when you start questioning, everything in your life will start to change. You know, whether you, and it doesn't matter which one you start with. For me, in that particular example I just shared with you, uh, my vision changed. You know, my big picture changed. And then, of course, you know, the that led to a change in self-worth and saying, hey, you know, like, my time is way more valuable than this. And then seeing that actually what I value and what the company valued were, were very different. So that eventually led to, you know, leaving, leaving that place. So, you know, this, you, you can start with self-worth and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm actually worth way more than this, and that's going to generate a new vision in your life, which will create new values. You know, so it doesn't really matter which way you go. The, qu- the point is that you're aware and that you question. Now, if you're doing just one of these things, right? So this is that, those examples were situations that I had where I was just doing two of these. At the first one with the meditation company, you know, I wasn't really honoring my values, but I had the other two, so it, it would feel inauthentic. At my old job... I was honoring my values and my self-worth, at least for the time, but I had no vision, so I had a lack of purpose. And that lack of purpose led me to dig and question more, which ultimately changed everything else. But if you're just doing one of these things or none, again, if you're doing none, you need to stop and, and ask yourself why you're doing that. But if you're just doing one, you need to ask yourself why. Like, if you're just doing something for your values, look on the, gra- on the diagram and you're going to see that you get two costs with that. You're going to get abuse and lack of purpose, right? Abuse meaning you're not getting paid. Your self-worth is not being honored. And lack of purpose meaning there's no vision. A good example would be volunteering for a place you don't really align with. And I've been there. I've volunteered in situations where after a while, I'm just like, okay, like, why am I doing this? Meaning I'm not getting paid. You know, the values are there. Okay. At some point, but there's no vision and I'm not getting paid. So, you know, you have a two double whammy there. If you're doing something just for self-worth only, right? Meaning you're getting paid what you're worth, but you don't have a vision that doesn't align with your vision and it doesn't align with your values, right? You're going to get lacking purpose and inauthenticity, right? Which is most people's jobs today. If you really think about it, like we do things, what? For the money. We want to get paid money and we're willing to sacrifice purpose and, and values and inauthenticity, being authentic to yourself and what you do and how you do things and why you do things just to get some sense of comfort and stability. And the final one is if you're just doing something for the vision, right, because it aligns with your vision, but you don't have self-worth and you don't have values, you're going to get abuse and inauthenticity. A good example would be like an unpaid internship, right? So, you know, <laughs> you're not getting paid, but, you know, you get romanticized into this long-term idea like, wow, you know, this is going to be so cool. I'm going to learn a lot. It's going to be totally good for my career. But you're not getting paid. And maybe the way they do things is not really in alignment with how you would do things. But okay, it's good for my long-term career. So, you know, look at these types of decisions that we make on a regular basis. And we're talking kind of big picture here, but this goes for, you know, everything, everything in your life, relationships, the food that you eat, situations, you have to constantly ask yourself these three questions and and brainstorm constantly. You know, sometimes it's not going to be clear. And certainly I've dealt with a lot of situations where I've had to change my mind. Like, hey, you know what? Actually, this is not in alignment with my values. And like, for example, that, that example that I gave you with the, the meditation company, that was actually really tempting for me. 
it was super, t- it wasn't easy. Like it was like, man, you know, this guy, cause you got two, you know, I got the self-worth, like I'm getting paid, you know, that's super important to me, especially I told you that was the one I struggled with. So now I'm like super anal about things that are honoring my self-worth or not. And so it was super tempting because it did honor my self-worth. They were paying what I would charge for, you know, an hour of my time or whatever else, right? And they also had the vision part of it, which was the long-term. And I'm very cerebral. I'm very much in my mind. And so I was like, ooh, that's really stimulating. Like, yeah, like it's a part of my vision. It's my long-term goal. Like that, that could be really cool, you know? But again, there was something in my heart that was like, nope, like this just, this, this won't fit in the long-term, man. And that was the values. Again, we had a little, little difference in values, but that little difference over the long term is enough to, to really create some suffering. Because look, if I ask you to travel, you know, 10 feet, that's easy. But to walk from here, wherever you are, let's say to a thousand miles from now, the longer the distance, the greater the chance of deviation. And one little percent of deviation over the course of your life can lead to a huge, huge difference 20 years, 30 years down the road. So that's one other thing that we need to be aware of with decisions is those deviations from your truth really create big problems down the road. So it's better to be aware and prune that stuff in the beginning than to, you know, have to undo it later where it costs you more energy. So make sure you download that guide decision compass so danceoflife.com slash decision compass free guide little pdf little graphic little questions that you can use to to just work yourself through whatever situation that's meaningful to you right now you know i'm going to close before we do the wrap-up for the episode i want to close with something on what is truth right so all these things if you look on the graphic when those three things are in alignment you are in your truth and what what is that you know truth that maybe sound a little woo-woo but look i fundamentally believe that we all have a personal truth and a path to follow in life. Whatever that means to you, what it means to me is that we all have, we're all assigned something here. It's something waiting for us to discover that something, to to contribute to the world, to, to have pleasure, to have fun, to discover the mystery of this life to fall in love, to, to see the world and to understand it. You know, we all have this path laid out before us. Now, there's two ways to look at that path, and it depends which way you subscribe to. One of them is that life is this world that's chaotic and full of random moving parts, which leads to the notion that there's competition and you have there's scarcity and you have to fight and struggle and all this kind of stuff. So it's all externally based. The other way to look at life is from an internal perspective, meaning the path is already there. Your highest success and truth is already preformed. There's nothing that you need to chase. You're not missing out on anything. However, you have a lot of blockages inside of you, within you, that prevent that from flowing through you. So it's a very different thing because one is focused on the external world and fighting circumstances and struggling and all this kind of stuff. The other one is focused internally and saying, okay, what can I remove within myself that's blocking me from experiencing my path, from walking my path, from allowing the flow to just naturally go through me? And that's the perspective that I subscribe to. You know, I believe that your path is waiting for you. You just need to unblock what's inside to access it, to work on alignment you know, an alignment in this case is aligning to your truth, your path through these questions. When you answer these questions authentically for yourself, you are creating alignment with your highest truth and unblocking 
the resistance that you have, whether it's a desire for comfort, it's fear of change, whatever it happens to be, you are unblocking that through these questions and allowing truth to flow through you. Truth is already there. You don't need to chase it. You don't need to worry about it. It's already there waiting for you. You just need to wake up to it. So that means becoming aware and questioning the right questions. And as you do that, you move closer and closer to your path. Now, again, remember, doesn't mean you'll be free of challenge, right? So if you remember, it's it's the different kind of challenge. And certainly there's plenty of challenges the closer you get to your path, you know, problems don't go away. They just get more interesting. Let's put it that way. But regardless, to live in your truth, to li- there's no going backwards. When you are aware of your truth, you cannot go backwards. The question is, do you honor it or not? So this is really important. When you are aware of your truth, you do not go backwards. You can't. You can't un-be aware, right? When you, f- when you finally get that breakthrough, the question is now, do you act on it? And this is where this compass will help you continually make the right decisions, the good decisions that are in alignment with your highest truth. So we're going to do a little wrap up. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Go download that compass, danceoflife.com slash decision compass. It'll help you do a little screen, a little filter for whatever you're going through right now. We're going to do a little wrap up and we'll see you in a little bit here. All right, all right. Well, remember, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. But, you know, remember wherever you are that the decisions you make define your life. I really hope you got that from today. I wanted to empower you in this episode to make good decisions for yourself. And these decisions that are in the highest alignment with your own path. You know, everybody, we all have a path. Like we said, we all have a a truth that we have to continually discover. It's never something that you figure out fully. You'll figure out a little bit of it, then a little bit more, then a little bit more. And the whole game of life, in my opinion, is to get closer and closer to that truth. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you download that compass again, uh, danceoflife.com slash decision compass. If this episode has helped you in your life, or if you know anybody in your life that's struggling with one of these situations where they're, you know, not honoring one of these or, or not honoring at all any of these situations or questions, send this episode to them. You know, make sure they download that guide to use this as a resource to make better decisions. One decision could change their life, could change your life. You know, that's the way the world works. Every day we can invent, reinvent ourselves. We can choose a different life. And that's, that's really brilliant. And so I hope this episode will help you do that. Let me know also on Instagram, Facebook at Tudor Alexander Official with which one was your biggest trigger. You know, which one was your biggest and most important question? For me, like I said, it was self-worth. And they're all important, but for me, I found myself that I wasn't honoring self-worth as much as the others. I'd always worry about my values and my vision, but most of the time, and I'm still struggling with that, you know, asking for the right price is still difficult for me, but I've really improved and I've really learned the value and the art of saying no. So let me know at Tudor Alexander Official which one was the one for you, whether it's values vision, or self-worth. And let's remember, let's take it away with little Deepak Chopra. I love Deepak Chopra. If you obsess over whether you are making the right decision, you are basically assuming that the universe will reward you for one thing and punish you for another. The universe has no fixed agenda. Once you make any decision, it works around that decision. 
There is no right or wrong, only a series of possibilities that shift with each thought, feeling, and action that you experience. If this sounds too mystical, refer again to the body. Every significant vital sign, body temperature, heart rate, oxygen consumption, hormone level, brain activity, and so on, alters the moment you decide to do anything. Decisions are signals telling your body, mind, and environment to move in a certain direction. Good old Deepak Chopra. You know, guys, you are on a train that's moving in one direction. You really got to get that. It's moving forward. Every choice, every action, every thought that you make alters that trajectory slightly. And sometimes a lot. But either way, it alters that trajectory. And where you feel the happiest, where you feel the best, is when you're in alignment with your own personal truth, with your own path. This is the key. And it always starts with asking the right questions. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had an awesome rest of your day. Use that compass. Tune in on Tuesday for some Tuesday transformation. And we'll see you next Friday. In the meantime, always, always remember that your life is a dance. So go out there and dance it well. For more episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.